Good morning. This is the Eager Beaver Show. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. And welcome to season three and episode number 267 of the Daily Beaver Morning Show here on the Cryer Media Network. Yeah. Little pause in there just to add a little different phrasing there. Hope you enjoyed that. Today, recording day is Wednesday, December 6, 2023. And uh, there is a little bit of snow on the ground here at the Beaver Lodge. How nice is that? It actually looks kind of pretty. Not too much of it, just a little bit, just a light dusting, just to say that it's wintry. I'm your host, the Eager Beaver, pronouns he, him, hey, Mr. Beaver, eh? and with me as always is my good friend, Mr. Grizzly. We have a nibble for you this morning. Um, a big thank you goes to our podcast founding sponsors, the Peppermaster, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com, and before we go any further, let's ask Mr. Grizzly how his mental health is doing today and wish a happy birthday to Mademoiselle Fox. Yes, it's I'd her might, 51st birthday today. I would do my best, Marilyn, but... <laughs> happy birthday. Yes, um, it's... Um... <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, Bridget's birthday today. She's 51 today. Happy to be 51. And I'm saying, you know, people, why would you say that? Well, the alternative of, of not getting older is, is, you know, being unalive. So be, becoming comfortable. Celebrate getting older. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you know, getting older is, is a, is a um, privilege denied to many. So Indeed. let's, let's uh, celebrate it. You know, Absolutely. Uh, my mental health, you know, here's the weird thing at about, um, 10 after six, uh, I had a massive panic attack. Oh, no idea why. Then I got out of bed and I was fine. 
<laughs> okay. Bizarre. Wow. I have no idea. Just I was lying there and this wave of horrible thoughts and horrible things entered my mind and I was like freaking out. Now nobody would know. Bridget wouldn't even have known because I, I'm so used to masking it. But uh, I will talk about it, of course. But yeah, it's like it came out of nowhere and then I got up out of bed and it was gone. Like the minute I stood up, it just left my body. So I don't know what's going on there, but you know, hey, you take what you can get and roll with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. No, no, no. Bridget's uh, 51 today, uh, but she has the breasts of a 25 year old. <laughs> facts first. Uh, <laughs> oh my Lord, I can't believe you said that. <gasps> oh, jeez. Oh my, 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 my. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, uh, kids, uh, given that you heard it here first and we started with way too much information. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you should go to the beach and see her in a bathing suit. You'd say, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Um, uh, I, last night, I tried out my APAP machine for the first time. Uh, it worked really well, according to the uh, app on my phone that measures my snoring and coughing. I did not snore once last night, which was great. Oh, good. Pardon? Good. Yeah. That's um, good. Unfortunately, I'm very sore right here. I said that would happen after bed. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I had around like four o'clock in the four, well, five o'clock in the morning. It was like, yeah, this thing has to come off because I'm really sore there. Um, so, I don't know exactly how to stop that. I don't know if I have to like put maybe a little Vaseline or something there. Or Not Vaseline. That would, it's, that's a petroleum based product that would eat through the, the plastic. Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah. So, yeah, do, do not plastic rubber or Vaseline. No, you might need some type of salve or something, but do not use Vaseline. Yeah, that's true. Salve, yeah some type of salve. But uh, yeah, that, that, that was kind of, un- that part was uncomfortable, but the rest of it was uncomfortable. I had no problem with uh, the tube or the, the, the headgear. I want, I got the full strap thing to make sure. Okay. That. So, uh, and all that was great. So, uh, but yeah. Um, so yeah, let's see. Let's see what keeps on, what, what, what keeps happening with this one. But uh, yeah, coconut oil. Thank you, Kit Saucy. I knew you would have the solution. Um, I stayed up a little late last night, though, uh, so I didn't help myself because I, I had to watch the game. Uh, actually, we had a, we had a curling match yesterday, and uh, I'm going to say we made sure to get our butts kicked to get off the ice quick. Oh, so yeah. that we could watch it. No, we all oh, was a terrible match. Uh, but uh, when we got off the ice, uh, they were uh, two minutes into the game. So uh, at a curling club, um, eight were watching Christine Sinclair up until almost the end of the first half. Uh, we didn't. Uh, we we had a Christmas party to attend last night, so I didn't get a chance to see the game. Yeah. But- Home, I was like, I have to go to bed. I'm exhausted. So. And then I got home, and then I watched the rest. <laughs> get tense. Go get yourself on my pillow. Oh wait, ah, uh, <laughs> nice <laughs> Yeah, uh, Michael Cohen tried to tell you, buddy, that if you hitched yeah. your wagon, Tim, now look at you. You're bankrupt. Anyway, couldn't happen to do sheer guy. But back to the fun stuff. Um, so I watched the rest of the match. Uh, Canada won, one zero. Uh, the goal mm. was scored by Quinn. Uh, Christine Sinclair uh, was taken off at about 53 minutes, uh, but uh, I think she played the whole first 53. Um, Christine um, Sinclair tends to be someone who doesn't like the spotlight, uh, so she mm-hmm. shared it a lot uh, behind me. You see, thank you, Christine, Sophie, and Aaron. Uh, Sophie Smith and Aaron McLeod were also playing their last match 
for Team Canada. So it was actually three retirements uh, going on. And uh, when she uh, came on the pitch, she came with uh, two of her nieces, Kenzie mm-hmm. and Caitlin, I believe are their names. And she was wearing uh, number 13, not number 12, in honor of her good friend, Sophie Schmidt. So um, Christine being Christine all the way to the end. Yes, she assisted on the Quinn goal, though. Uh, oh, cool. So she got a point. Uh, if not a goal, uh, in her final match. Um, over 48,000 people were in attendance. It was the oh, second wow. most attended live sporting event this year in Canada. I do not know what the first is. I'm going to assume it's the Grey Cup, but I don't um, know. Well, no, uh, Grey Cup is at Hamilton. The stadium's not yeah, big enough. Because, uh, I, I don't know what the biggest one, they didn't actually say what it was. It's yeah. the second, and it was the largest uh, home attendance uh, for a soccer match in Canadian history. Cool. Um, and far exceeded the 9,200 and some that attended the first match that she played on Canadian soil. 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, when we say she grew the game, she grew the game. She really did. From 9,000 to 48,000 plus. Yeah, I should tell you something. Yeah, um, Devin Haru put up a, a little clip. Uh, I have it here. Beginning there with her nieces. She leaves a legacy that will be felt for generations to come. Please welcome number 12, Christine And you can see in the, they had Mounties there. You could see the the people in white, Karina LeBlanc, who we were speaking of briefly yesterday, uh, was mm-hmm. there. And uh, the person to whom she gave a hug was Sophie Schmidt. And she came on with her two nieces. Uh, they named BC Place Christine Sinclair Place for the night. Um, they could keep it like that, as far as I'm concerned. She is a Burnaby native. Mm-hmm. Um there, I don't see any reason for which uh, BC Place could not be permanently renamed Christine Sinclair Place. I mean, in other countries, they have they a sponsorship built, thing in place. Yeah, but in, like in other countries, they build statues to people. Like, mm-hmm. like, yes. like for Tennis Canada, one of the stadiums can be named Daniel Nestor Stadium somewhere mm-hmm. along the way. Again, right? It's like when you have legendary athletes like that, you know, Gretzky. Who just dominated their sport or their division for so many years, decades? You know, it's okay to name a, a stadium after them, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, she is from that part of the country, yeah. so it, you know, it seemed fitting. Yeah, it would be. Um, so a great match. Uh, the Australians played well, so I mean, it was competitive, um, and uh, just all around entertaining. And uh, you can tell that uh, there was so much love there. And um, anyway, it's uh, as fitting a send-off as can be given to someone 
to whom nothing would be enough to represent. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, indeed, yeah, very good. Well done, Canada. Well done, TSN. Uh, well done, uh, people at uh, Christine Sinclair Place or BC Place. Um, just well done, everyone. It was it was perfect. It was literally perfect. All right. I hate yeah. having to do this part. <laughs> um, remember when I mentioned uh, that people were making hay on the whole Christmas mm -hmm. thing, starting with um, the leader of the Bleu Québécois? Um, we've got a little clip. We'll play that little thing that exchanged in the House of Commons that led to a whole bunch of crap happening uh, this week. Mr. Grizzly, if you have it, it seems that uh, Canadian Conservatives are going full MAGA. Yeah, just give me a sec here. With find the help it. of the block again, we're having a little uh, BQ CPC, if not coalition collusion, on this one. Uh, let me see here. So, um, and we're having that not only on the issue of Christmas, but also the speaker, Greg Fergus, um, because apparently he delivered a video message to Ontario interim liberal leader john fraser who will be staying on as the house leader until bonnie crombie gets us gets a seat to sort of congratulate him on his retirement in the position and apparently he did it in robes so everybody's going oh my god he must absolutely resign he just he's supposed to be impartial he was thinking a provincial liberal not even a federal one yeah, you know, probably should. They'll make hay out of anything, yeah, right? Probably and should. There's nothing to make hay yeah, out of. Probably should not have been wearing the robes, but fine. Clearly not a resignation offense, but again, uh, you've got uh, the leader of the CPC going, he should resign. The leader of the CPC, who, by the way, has a compliance agreement with Election Canada to uh, get yeah, him yeah. out of court because he knew he would be found guilty because he was actually caught on camera doing the crime. And before the crime, he was told, you shouldn't be wearing that shirt. Said, well, I want to wear it anyway and then did so mm -hmm. probably would be found guilty and uh, the guy who just last week kind of aided and abetted terrorists by claiming something was a terrorist attack thus spreading fear throughout the entire country for political gain for himself which is kind of terroristy mm -hmm. i guess but he's not saying he should resign but the black man so once again conservatives yes, have course. a problem with black face yeah yeah so, and you got the Black Québécois, of course, the racist leader of the Black Québécois, I know from personal experience, demanding mm -hmm. the resignation of the black man. Surprise, surprise. So they've been, been they've embarrassed them, they're embarrassing themselves there, and they're embarrassing themselves here on Christmas. Mr. Grizzly, if you would. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah. Honorable Chef du Black Québécois. Leader of the Black Québécois. Mr. Speaker. Il y a quelques années, a sur la couverture ago, du magazine Crow, on lisait « C'est pas parce qu'on rit que c'est drôle ». Selon la Commission canadienne des droits de la personne, la simple célébration de Noël, le sapin, la famille, la musique, les cadeaux, c'est du racisme systémique. Je me demande si ce bon vieux Père Noël est raciste. Je me demande si la neige est devenue raciste. Mr. Speaker, according to the Prime Minister, is Christmas racist? Now, do you notice, now, do you notice this? Yeah. Yeah. Asked, 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 oops, oops. I'm out. Uh, I'm out. Uh, uh, 
Yes, you have echo because the way the system is working now, the only way I could show this video was the manner in which I showed All right. it. I'm sorry. All right. uh, I'll wait till I'll wait till Okay. Je dois vous dire que euh, je ne suis pas convaincu que ça, c'est une question qui, 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 a, qui a quelque chose à voir avec l'administration du gouvernement. Mais je vois qu'il est très honorable Premier ministre et sur ses pieds. Il est très honorable Premier ministre. L'honorable chef du Bloc québécois. La Commission canadienne des droits de la personne relève de l'État canadien. Le Premier ministre du Canada, M. Kulak, Le très honorable Premier ministre. Je suis très content de me lever pour essayer de répondre à une question absolument ridicule. Évidemment, le, le Noël n'est pas raciste. On est un pays de diversité. On est un pays qui célèbre non seulement nos croyances personnelles et individuelles, nos partages, et on célèbre les, les anniversaires, les célébrations de nos voisins aussi. C'est la richesse de notre pays qu'on se partage ensemble les célébrations qui font de nous de un pays riche et divers, et on va toujours le faire. Le bloc cherche la chicane de façon ridicule, mon Unable to uh, just a sec there. I just you know, shut that down. Unfortunately, I wasn't uh, able to discern um, or, or separate the uh, the language. I, the, I don't know why the the was so low. was very low, and there's nothing I could do about that. I'm sorry. No, that's right. Uh, so basically, the leader of the Bloc Québécois came out and uh, said, uh, you know, according to the Canadian Human Rights Commission, the simple celebration of Christmas is now. Racist is Santa Claus racist? Is winter snow racist? Would the prime minister get up and please tell us if he believes that Christmas is racist? Then the speaker get up, got up and said, "I don't see what this has anything to do with parliamentary business." But I see that the prime minister is up. Um, then something happened, and uh, the prime minister didn't speak, or something that went back to Le, to Blanchette, who, after the first time, like this, you know, had that. Pissed off look on his face, but when he sat down, had that little smirk on it. Mm -hmm. So then he sat yeah. down again like this, and you know, asked, you know, basically, you know, will the prime minister put his pants on and answer the question like this? And then he was acting really, really pissed off. He had the really, really mad look. And then you could see on the conservative side of the benches, all the train seals got up and were applauding that. You know, little bar block barbecue, uh, CPC Canadian Putin caressers uh, collusion here. Uh, and of course, the Prime Minister got up and says, I am happy to stand up and answer this completely ridiculous question. Of course, Christmas mm -hmm. is not racist. The bloc is just looking to, you know, looking for a mindless fight. Now, where this stems from is Canadian human rights decision that did not declare Christmas to be racist, but more sort of like government bodies like for example at a city hall or something that would celebrate only christmas and nothing else that that mm -hmm. would probably not be a good idea because as the prime minister said canada is a diverse country diversity is our strength we celebrate everybody's celebrations 
we're sharing them. Well, <clears throat> let's lead from that into this. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're not, we're not at her yet. <laughs> okay. So why do I feel like I just got scolded? <laughs> because you scoop me. <laughs> I like to put things in the order that they happened. So just like, I don't know how they happened. I just see them. And I'm my, there's a squirrel running around in my brain. I know, anyway, you know, but that's why I do what I do. So in Moncton, New Brunswick, uh, city council decided that they yeah. were not going to uh, put up a menorah or a nativity scene, basically saying, you know, we think it's not appropriate to do that. Um, and they're basing this on a, I believe, 2015 Supreme Court decision that said that we should not have prayer, specifically a religious-based prayer, to open up sessions of council. How that applies to this, it doesn't. Because when council goes in session, they are doing the people's business and starting to do the people's business officially, where the people are going to come to talk to council with a religious prayer that includes one group but doesn't include anybody else is, in fact, discriminatory. Mm -hmm. Just like having the crucifix in the Assemblée Nationale was. Exactly. Right? However, a city deciding that they are going to mark the community celebrations by putting up a nativity scene or a menorah on the front lawn of the building, that's not, there's no people's business being conducted at that time. Mm. So, but they tried to found that in that Supreme Court decision, which had nothing to do with it. Meanwhile, the city of Moncton had, you know, Christmas trees and angels on mm. lamp posts and whatnot all throughout the city. So, of course, the Jewish community said, uh, what the fuck? And then Mounts of Moncton City Council the very next day reversed its decision saying, yeah, we maybe did that too fast. You think? Really? You think? So that led to this. Um, the Canadian Human Rights Council had to actually write an op-ed going, of course, Christmas is not racist. We never said it was. So Pierre Polyev stood up in the house and basically said, like he said, for the terrorism, the Canadian Human Rights Council just declared Christmas racist. Like, no, they didn't. You know, we just heard media reports of a terrorist attack. No, no, you didn't. Uh, so it says here, it's in the Gazette, a discussion paper by the Canadian Human Rights Commission on religious intolerance as a form of systemic discrimination has caused quite a stir in recent days. On Wednesday, Quebec's National Assembly unanimously adopted a motion in defense of Christmas, which probably led to Blanchet because Blanchet takes whatever is decided at the National Assembly, particularly if it's unanimous, and then brings it to the House of Commons because he's got the East mm -hmm. in the world. Right? On Thursday, the House of Commons did the same. To be clear, the commission has not issued a statement or a position on Christmas or any other religious holiday. Of course, Christmas is not racist. And this is from Charlotte Ann Maslachewski, who is from the Canadian Human Rights Commission, who wrote a special here. 
Christmas is an important time-honored tradition in Canada. It is both spiritually and culturally significant for millions of people in this country, Christians and non-Christians alike. The issue has never been about the importance of Christmas, but rather about the simple fact that, just as Christmas is deeply important to many of us, there are also many of us who feel similarly about religious celebrations from other traditions. Canada should be a country that invites everyone to join in the traditions we have long celebrated while making space for new ones, which is what the Prime Minister said in his response. This is not a zero-sum game. These new traditions do not come at the expense of the older ones. Instead, they enrich Canadian society. Again, which is what the Prime Minister said. Religious it's not pie. Yeah. Religious practices are no exception. We must face the reality that religious intolerance exists to properly address how to better include them. That's why in early 2023, we worked with experts representing a variety of religions and perspectives to explore the issue of religious intolerance. This resulted in a discussion paper that reflects the views that were shared and what we found in our research. Recently, we have published this paper online as part of our anti-racism work. Our discussion paper has been misinterpreted on purpose, I would add, leading to a conversation based on this misunderstanding. At its core, this paper is about promoting equity and inclusion. Our discussion paper explains that based on current Canadian law, providing a statutory holiday for one religion and not providing reasonable accommodation for other religions may be considered discrimination. It simply mentions Christmas as an example of a religious holiday that is also a statutory holiday. So they took that and they stretched it. The Canadian Human Rights Council has declared that Christmas is racist and since it's a federal agency and the prime minister is in charge somehow, because why is the prime minister supporting racism? Or the saying that Christmas is racist, which of course never happened. As we approach the 75th anniversary of the UN Declaration of Human Rights, it is vital that we remember that every person has the fundamental right to freely practice their religion and it is enshrined in Canadian law. This includes the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms, the Canadian Human Rights Act, and every human rights code in every jurisdiction in the country. Canada has made a commitment to equity and inclusion. Canada Canadians care deeply about this and we hear about it every day. Increasing awareness about all religions and making space for their traditions is a natural step to making people more feel more included in a pluralist society, which we are. In Canada, if you practice a religion other than Christianity, observing a religious holiday might mean having to take the day off work, assuming your employer will give you permission to do so. In some cases, you might have to choose between participating in an important work event or observing an important religious holiday. This has a real effect on people's lives that may not be visible to those who already get the day off to observe their traditions. Making these kinds of changes takes awareness and discussion because the barriers that people face are most often not intentional, nor are they malicious. They are baked right into our society and our systems, hence systemic. When standards and social systems do not create obstacles for us, it can be difficult to realize. That's why it needs to be discussed. In the end, this is not about Christmas. It's about making sure everyone in Canada can practice their religion with the same equality, dignity, and respect as others. We may not all agree on how we get there, but it's worth a discussion. That's Charlotte Ann Maslachewski, the Interim Chief Commissioner of the Canadian Human Rights, Com Canadian Human Rights Commission. So let's take this paragraph here that mm -hmm. says, Making these kinds of changes takes awareness and discussion because the barriers that people face are most often not intentional, nor are they malicious. They are baked right into our society and systems. So what do the conservatives do? Thanks to Marilyn Gladue, maliciously and intentionally, she tries to bake this type of discrimination systemically into Canadian politics 
by. Take it away, Mr. Grizzly. Well, this little tidbit, this little nugget. Not even emotion. She introduced an act, an actual mm -hmm. law, private member's bubble. C369, an act respecting Christian Heritage Month. The member for Sarnia Lambton, Marilyn Gladue, wants a law declaring December Christian Heritage Month. Now, I don't know about you kids, but it seems to me that since the day frickin' one of Canada, every freaking month has been Christian Heritage Month. And if you ask the indigenous people, especially yeah, the one that had your kids taken away by the black robes, it's been indigenous yeah. Heritage Month for way longer than 150 Christian, odd years. Christian Heritage Month. Christian Heritage Month. indigenous. <laughs> Yeah, no, well, here, look, let me read this to you. This is Bill C-369, uh, an act respecting Christian Heritage Month. <clears throat> Preamble, whereas in the conferences and negotiations that brought about Confederation, Canada was originally named Dominion of Canada. Now, that goes back to the Dominionist right-wing evangelical Christians like the PBCC, for example. Mm -hmm. The Dominionists, these are not good people. If Christ were here right now, he would smite them because they are not Christ-like at tables all would be in any way, shape, or form. So, okay. So, Canada was originally named Dominion of Canada, a name reportedly inspired by the passage in the Bible, King James Version, at Psalm 72, 8, which states, He shall have dominion also from sea to sea and from the river unto the ends of the earth. Whereas the month of December marks significant events and celebrations in the Christian calendar from the beginning of Advent to the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ. And whereas, according to Statistics Canada's 2021 Census of Population, Christianity is the largest religion in Canada, with over half of Canadians identifying as Christian. Now, therefore, His Majesty, by and with the advice and consent of the Senate and House of Commons, Canada enacts as follows. Short title. This act may be cited as the Christian Heritage Month. Throughout Canada in each year, the month of December is to be known as Christian Heritage Month. Do that, I say. No, thank you. No, no. That, that, that. They want Gilead. And they're, they're trying to get it. Our government is being taken over by right-wing evangelical Christians who will subjugate all of us. And if we don't do something to stop these people, and I am deadly serious when I say this, we're all fucked. Yep. We absolutely have. That's not a joke. I'm, I'm not having fun with this, and I don't like that this is occurring, but this is a fact. If we do not do something to stop this now, we will find ourselves in Gilead. They will subjugate anybody that does not fall, fall in line with their pecking order. And you, sir, we already know what will happen to you. You're, you're, you're not exactly white and you're uh, not exactly cis hat. Well, you're cis, but you're not hat. Mm -hmm. So. Yep. Yep. We know what will happen if we let this go. Oh, yeah. There's not going to be much There's not going to be much eager beaver. I can tell you that. No. <sighs> I just. Oh, I'm, I, I saw that and I was livid because it's a discriminatory act right from the get go. Right from the get-go. 
It discriminates against anybody who isn't Christian. And why do we need this month when you consider how many uh, religious celebrations take place between now and New Year's? There's dozens of them. It's a Christian heritage month. Well, there's eight days of lights. So are we going to have eight crazy nights? What's going on here? Hanukkah is eight days. So do we, ha- do we have Hanukkah week? Are we going to table a bill for that next? And then what? Does everybody get? Do we get to? Like, this is just ridiculous. But I'm telling you, this is done to shut down anybody else. That's the idea behind it. To ignore, to subjugate, to diminish, to defeat any other religious belief system at this time of the year. Yep. And also to feed the white victimhood narrative. Yes. Which is horse shit. Now, on a happier note, since we're celebrating the holidays, Advent has started. Last night was uh, Krampus or Krampusnacht. Mm-hmm. Or if you happen to be Orthodox, like my beaver sweetie is, today is St. Nicholas Day. And apparently there is a tradition of St. Nicholas Day of shining your shoes and uh, leaving some uh, carrots behind for the reindeer and all that kind of stuff. And St. Nicholas will come on and leave little gifts like candy and coins and stuff like that. And well, look, Sinterklaas passed by yesterday. You got some turtles. Yes. Turtles, Turtles, uh, uh, some juju, some candy canes. So yes, maybe Persuidi left his shoes out and uh, St. Nicholas did come. Uh, so there you go, kids. And uh, just a, a little thing. Um, St. Nicholas actually was a bishop who was known for his good mm-hmm. deeds, especially for the needy and the children. He often gave generously and anom- anonymously without anyone knowing the gifts were from him. And he was officially recognized as a saint in the 800s. And in the 1200s, Catholics and French began celebrating Bishop St. Nicholas's Day. Um, now, there are many other countries that celebrate it, uh, you know, Belgium and ne- the Netherlands in particular, uh, which is probably where Sinterklaas, the Dutch pronunciation, uh, which gave way uh, to Santa Claus, the traditions that uh, came way to America. And it is also believed that uh, St. Nicholas uh, was the child of wealthy parents who died uh, fairly young uh, due to an epidemic. And uh, he was raised Christian and he dedicated his life to service, sold his belongings and used his inheritance to help the poor and the infirm. Okay. I did not know that. Eventually became a bishop and for his reputation for helping children, sailors and other needy people spread far and wide. This, for this, the Roman emperor Diocletian, Diocletian, I guess, persecuted and imprisoned him. And it was only until the Romans realized that they had so filled their prisons with clergy that they had no place to put the thieves and murderers that the Romans let religious men go free. And upon his release, Nicholas continued his charity work until he died on December 6th, AD 343. And that's where Santa Claus, or the tradition of Santa Claus, probably comes from. There you go. The true North Eager Beaver. <laughs> well, I, uh, as I understood it, 
and, and, and again, I could be wrong about this, but I have been told that St. Nicholas was not exactly the nicest fellow. I don't know if there's truth to that. Uh, I'd have to do some reading. But look, the tradition, here's the thing. I, I work with the United Nations, okay? And at Christmas time, we all get together and we, we, ha- we exchange gifts at the office. And everybody's down with it. And nobody has an issue with it. Right. It's like one of my colleagues, every day he takes lunch and then he does his prayer because he's Muslim. Like, we're fine with that. Nobody has an issue with that. And he takes part in the Christmas celebration because Christmas celebrations are fun for everyone. They're meant to be inclusive for everyone. Not exclusive by saying it's only for Christians. It's not. See, I've tried to talk to people about what the meaning of Christmas is to me. And somebody once said, well, isn't it about the birth of Jesus? And I go, yes, yes. But what I love about the spirit of Christmas is that at Christmas time, you get together with your friends and your family and everyone you love and care for. And they don't, not everyone I love and care for is Christian. Some are atheist, some are Muslim, some are Jewish, some are Buddhist, some are agnostic, some are Pastafarians. That's real. Mm -hmm. And we all celebrate each other and getting together. So I think for me, uh, Christmas has changed that it's like, let's celebrate everybody in our lives that we love and care for. Now, my mom probably wouldn't like to hear that, but that's what it's become for me. That's what it's become for me because I just see people getting together. People tend to have um, a lighter attitude at uh, a tougher time of the year because let's face it, it's winter, you know, it's getting cold and... It's not exactly the, the, the smoothest transaction or, or transaction. Transaction is not the correct word, but the smoothest time of the year weather-wise. It's not the easiest. It's difficult. And we want to, you know, there's, you get four hours of daylight, basically, <laughs> you know, which is frustrating. So if, if you can get together and celebrate one another, celebrate friendships and, and, and break bread, the spirit of the have season. a coffee, the spirit of the season. Peace on goodwill to all men, not just Christian men. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Oh, and and let's remember something here, really important. Uh, Jesus was Jewish, number one. And number two, Christianity didn't exist when he was born. He also wasn't white. Yeah, he wasn't white. (laughs) Thank you, Cassie. You, You summed it up better than I could. The spirit of Christmas is sharing and caring with those you love and care for, period. Yeah. That's it. That's what it is. That's the spirit of Christmas. Peace on earth, goodwill towards all. Yep. So, and whether you call it Christmas, whether you call it Yule, whether you call it solstice, whether, you know, whatever it is, you call, there's lots of things going on at this time of year. But you're celebrating something. Right? I mean, all the people that are saying, oh my God, it gets so dark, you know? Once solstice happens, hey, it's only uphill from here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the days get longer. So, you know, if you're an optimist, solstice is a great day. It's <laughs> just the winter one. Uh, how are we doing on time, Mr. Grizzly? We got to roll out. We got to roll out. All right. So this was a quick one, uh, folks. I still have lots of other stuff. Uh, so hopefully uh, just, Friday. I have lots of meetings this week because it's getting towards the end of the year. So. 
It's tons and tons of meetings, overlapping meetings. Yesterday I ran like a chicken with my head cut off from the moment I set foot in the office till 3 p.m., which is the first time I had to sit down. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, kids. Uh, that's the end of this episode of the Eager Beaver Morning Show. We hope that you love listening to us because we loved making this for you. Remember that sharing cares care. Nah, let's try that again. Remember that sharing is caring and word of mouth is priceless. So please tell your peeps and poops all about us. Um, something happened, uh, weird happened to our, uh, Apple's podcasts, by the way, uh, for some reason we dropped down to just two reviews overnight Yeah, and both of them aren't great. Uh, well, I figure somebody's trying to torpedo us cause they don't like us. The haters come in and try and torpedo yeah, yeah. us. So we had 22 reviews and an average of 4.6. Now we only have two. So 20 yeah. reviews just uh, vanished overnight. So I don't know how that works. Apple Podcasts say, uh, hey, what up? <laughs> so, uh, well, and something else I've noticed too lately with YouTube, the algorithm is very strange. Like right now I see that there, I don't know how many viewers are on YouTube. I think 31 on YouTube. It says 36 in total viewing uh, live, the live stream, yeah. right? So that means that you know, other platforms people are watching. But here's the thing. As soon as this ends, I'll look at the video and I'll say, Two viewers. <laughs> yeah, I, I wrote YouTube. They say they hold off on that to, to check if they are actual yeah. viewers or stuff like that. And then it gets bots or, um, Well, it, yes, from, because people buy bots to get views so that they can increase their numbers. And, and that's against the terms of service, and they shut that down. Yeah. They will They will count, kill your account altogether. Yeah, so, and, uh, we don't do yeah, that. Yeah, the numbers are always restored, so that's that's not a problem for us. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, we're, we're at a point now where the... They, they dip at first and then they come back as they verify that. Um, all right. Um, so yes, let your peeps and poops know all about us. Uh, if you would like to write us, please true North eager beaver at gmail.com. If you are listening to us on Apple podcasts, um, if you have given us a review before, um, please come back and do it again. Reviews and stars because they seem to have vanished. Uh, and, uh, the stars and the review, reviews help our positions on the charts and, you know, Help people know that we're the where they're where they help people know that we are there. I'm tripping over my tongue today. Um, if you would like to not miss an episode and have something come to you from us when it's fresh off the bandwidth, that squiggly right by me. It leads to our pod page, which is sponsored by the Ray Girl. That is podpage.com slash the true north eager beaver, lowercase letters, all in uh, with, sorry, with a hyphen between each one of those words. And uh, that will break you there. Uh, if you like to subscribe, do go to our YouTube page where you will find the like, share, and subscribe buttons. Help us get to 500. We're so close. We're so close. So whatever you can do to help with that, we would really appreciate that. And uh, given that it is the season, if you would like to help us with a, little bit of a St. Nicholas joy yourself, uh, you can drop a couple of coins in our tip jar at our coffee page. That's coffee, K-O hyphen F-I dot com slash eager beaver, lowercase letters, all in one word. Or I should say, drop a few coins at our freshly polished shoes. All right. Uh, because democracy is something that you do, make sure that you go get your XPB shots, your flu shots, your RSV shots, your pneumococcal shots. Uh, help keep our hospitals unclogged. Uh, we are hearing reports in uh, Alberta, particularly, of uh, some emergency departments now announced, announced that they're going to be closed until February. Uh, yeah, bad. 
bad, really bad. Really, really, really bad. Uh, and uh, oddly enough, it seems that there was a grass, there was a major grass fire going on while Daniel Smith was at COP28 with 100 of her best friends. Apparently, the Canadian Taxpayers Federation isn't bothered by that, promoting oil and gas sales while Alberta was burning. Way to go, Danny. And that cost what? $6 million, I think, in, in taxpayer money to, to fly 100 people out there in business yes, class. Yes, but remember how they, they they lost their minds for $6,000 or $7,000 for room for the Queen's funeral. Yeah, yeah just for two. Anyway, um, from the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager beaver saying it, be, it can be a tough world out there, so please be kind to and gentle with yourselves. Mr. Grizzly, some words of wisdom, please. Yes, remember, folks, I'm, I'm going to say it till I'm blue in the face need to inform as many people as you can about the dangerous religious Christo-fascism that is taking place in this country. We need to be ever vigilant. And it's starting at the municipal level. They get involved in the school boards. They try and take them over. They restrict books. They have to change the curriculum. Next thing you know, they're on city council. Then they get into provincial politics and then federal. They want Gilead. And if you do not, pay attention. You will be subjugated, period. Mm -hmm. So be vigilant, be informed, inform everybody you can. And if you want to share our our show as, as a means to help educate people and inform them, please feel free to do so. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right, Mr. Grizzly, please roll the credits. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, Hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Mr. Grizzly, uh, we both had the same choice for an Easter egg today, so I'll let you introduce it. So this is a broadcaster in Calgary, and she's addressing an email that was sent to her. Watch this. Mm, so good. Oh, where's the audio? Oh, I, I muted it. My apologies. One second. My bad. It was me. That was my mistake. Here we just go. Just going to respond to an email that I just got uh, saying congratulations on your pregnancy. If you're going to wear old bus driver pants, you have to expect emails like this. So thanks for that. Um, no, I'm not pregnant. I actually lost my uterus to cancer last year. And um, this is what women of my age look like. So if it is offensive to you, that is unfortunate. Think about the emails that you sent. Just going to respond to an email. Oof. Like... Damn, uh, kick ass. Uh, I mean, 
you know how she wanted to end that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two words. But it is broadcast television, so they won't be dropping F-bombs or saying the things that I would think to say. But either way, I thought it was kick-ass. Way to go, Ms. Horton. You rock on. Mm-hmm. All right, kids, have a beaverific day. Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know? And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jag and Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.